What makes you strange on purpose? I think I'm a perfectionist. I don't know anything. I don't know, I'm just me. I'm a little weirdo. I'm just me. My unwillingness to stay stagnant. I can only be like authentically myself. The best way I can answer this question is with describing a picture. It's this guy riding a motorcycle while he's reading a book called How to Ride a Motorcycle. Welcome to the Strange on Purpose podcast. I'm Izzy. Let's get rolling. I'm Izzy and I'm ecstatic for my guest today. I am so, so happy to be jumping back on and recording more episodes. And when we think about sneakers... We think about the big brands out there, um, the Nikes, the Adidas, the New Balance, the Reeboks, the XYZ brand. But when we talk about the people actually in the weeds building their own brands from scratch, this guy's name gets thrown around a lot. So I am ecstatic to have on Mateen Zar. How's it going, man? It's going really well. I'm really honored to be here. Anytime somebody will have me and, and listen to my story and the journeys, it's always an honor. So I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, dude. So what's uh what are you working on? Who are you and and what do you do? Yeah. So uh, again, my name is Mateen. Mateen Zar. I'm 25. Uh, graduated from USC a couple of years ago with a real estate development major, and I was working in that field for a little bit. And then um, I'm just a sneaker guy at heart. So I want I really wanted to change the pace from that industry, and I decided to uh, hop into footwear and get myself into the fashion industry. So um, in short, I would say I'm I'm just a shoe dog. Shoe dog. I love that. I love that. Yeah. So what what are you working on? So right now what I'm working on in a broad spectrum is uh, as far as a brand goes, is just building the next premier line of footwear and apparel in the industry. Uh, like mm-hmm. you mentioned, you know, we, we've seen these uh, few main players dominate the market for a while. And that's not to say that they won't continue to dominate the market, but I've just ex- I've just seen the uh, general market expand and yeah. the consumer market expand over the years. And so I figured it's a perfect time for a new brand to be able to be introduced to the market and, and thrive and grow, not to necessarily compete head-to-head with those big guys, but still to have some space in the industry and to make a name for themselves. So... If anybody's looking at what you're building, they're thinking like, wow, this guy is kind of crazy. Like he has competitors that are Reebok and those and Nike, the Adidas's of the world, the Versace's of the world, all these different companies that do have some type of premium footwear is in a sense competition for you. So why do you, I, I know you're a shoe dog, but why'd you decide, you know what, I'm going to attack this head on and knowing that this is a crowded market i'm i'm going to kind of carve out a niche for myself here yeah absolutely um i think i've seen i've seen people get tired of kind of the same old not to mm. say that it's only the same old but um it's it's often repeated repeated a lot and so um introducing something new to the market with new silhouettes and new ideas and new um innovations is is what got me going because oftentimes a brand will start and then they will uh, trap themselves in a sort of narrative of their brand and from there they can't really grow or expand outside of what they're doing what they've done previously and so uh, that's why I decided to get into 
kind of introduce some new innovations to the market. What are those innovations as far as like what you can tell me specifically? So what I'm working on for this first collection or what I worked on for this first collection is intertwining jewelry and footwear. So um, social studies is in its, in its core, at its core, an examination and experimentation of fashions past by blending realms of the industry into the modern footwear space. Mm. So I take inspiration from different realms of fashion, uh, for example, in this first collection, jewelry, and I brought it into the footwear space where the conventional jewelry piece, whether it be necklace or bracelet, you know, depending on its length, um, is now uh, both an aesthetic part of the shoe and also a functional uh, part of the shoe where it's actually, in this case, the lacing mechanism of the shoe. Looking at it from an outsider's perspective, like people are like some of my family, like I'm a shoe dog like you, but a lot of my family, they look at shoes and they just see them as shoes. Right. So when did shoes start to be more and sneakers start to be more than just uh, an object to you? For me, it's it's always been like that. For me, mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've been into it my whole life, so I've always seen them as a form of art, and I've always seen a value in shoes um, beyond just you know them being footwear. I've seen a you know from a collector's standpoint, and I guess from a monetary standpoint as well, uh, not to the same degree as let's say watches are, where you can wear it and then you know the value is still there years later, but um, definitely when the whole resale market and the whole aftermarket secondary market started even before StockX, like let's say you know flight club early days uh riff early days uh that i would say that's what really started it for the general public giving these shoes a value as if they were a piece of art aside from just being uh footwear so you have parents that are immigrants i just want to talk about that a little bit because a lot of immigrant parents, and I've had a ton of people on, on this podcast that have immigrant parents that tend to, in a sense, play it safe and say, you should go be a doctor, you should be a lawyer, you should be like, you should follow these paths because that's where you're going to make your money. Um, and that's where you're going to be able to have kids and build a family, all that stuff. So how were your parents, how did your parents react to you saying, you know what, I'm going to start a shoe brand after graduating from USA, USC with a real estate degree? Yes, yeah, so uh, I come from Persian descent. My uh, parents moved here from Iran after the revolution in 79. Yeah. So um, long story short, they were pretty chill with it actually. Wow. Um, yeah, my dad awesome. is in the egg donor and fertility space. He runs an egg donor and fertility agency. Okay. And so, um, egg donor and surrogacy agency. And so he, since he does something kind of different and he's found some success in it, he was, he was open to me kind of chasing this dream. And I explained to him, you know, I was in real estate, which is, which is playing it safe. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of people do that. And uh, there's, there's good money in it. No doubt. Definitely something that I plan on, um, still being a part of in the future. But, um, I was telling him, I was telling him when I first started this, that like, I'm young and this is what I want to do. If I don't do it now, I'm really going to regret it. Like success is great. You know, you know, making money is great. But at the end of the day, if you're not doing what you love or trying to at least 
do what you love and have a passion for something and make some money at the same time, uh, that that's the real end goal. Like that's real success. So um, I explained that to him, and I think he was able to relate to that. And um, so yeah, both both my parents had my had my back on that. Thank thankfully. So going back to the brand a little bit. Obviously, like right now is a pretty tough time to be selling anything um, with these the supply chain issues or whatever you want to call it at this point that's going on uh, all over the world, but specifically, obviously, here in the States. So I want to talk about like some of the hurdles that you had to you had to jump over um, that you didn't know about when you first started the brand. So a lot of people that are tuning in today are pretty naive and thinking like, you know what, um, I'll go to Japan, talk to somebody, we'll develop a sneaker, it'll be done. And by the time I get back, we'll have samples, we'll have this and they'll be ready to go to market. So talk about that process a little bit and like what you prepared for that didn't happen and what you didn't prepare for that did happen. Yeah. Um, I started to do this right before COVID. Yeah. So that made it even more difficult. I mean, the footwear development process to begin with is a long, tedious process. And I mean, sometimes you're talking literal millimeter difference in in measurements. And that makes all the difference in the shoe design. And so uh, to deal with that at the beginning of COVID, when obviously a lot of people weren't working, um, there were a lot of factories closed. Um, I had to really pivot the way that I was working, uh, the people that I was working with. I was looking at the time before I was looking into a lot of some, some domestic manufacturing or sorry, I was looking at, I was looking at overseas manufacturing and then I had to pivot to domestic manufacturing because it became easier to just work locally. Um, because you know, you, you didn't really know at the time what was really going on in other countries. And so uh, at first I was trying to work in Italy, make some shoes in Italy. And I was also looking at China and Mexico. And then since COVID hit and it became just easier to work with people in LA, I ended up making shoes in LA, which uh, also ended up being a hurdle because obviously it's really expensive. And a lot of times you'll have to get certain components of the shoe imported from other places, which will then make the process longer. Um, so I didn't really expect for, I didn't really expect for the process to take so long, but I actually found it to be a blessing in disguise because I was able to take a step back and really perfect the design that I was working on. I had a pretty good sample before COVID and I was ready to go to market with it, but, um, COVID helped me just take a step back and, and improve it. And I actually ended up adding, um, if you check out the shoe, I added the, ankle collar that has the foldable feature so you can wear it as like a high top or a lower top yeah and then i was also able to um perfect the design aesthetic and also the functionality of the chain so that um it looks and works better than than i had it before so what are you super excited for in the future like you had this first drop or this first collection What's in the future, like, and what can you talk to us about that you're really excited about? So I can't talk too much on it, but I have been working on this one shoe that um, is 
I guess what I'll say is a hybrid of a few shoes in one. And mm. so um, it kind of plays on that similar theme that I had before. It builds on that similar theme that I had with the um, high to low top. Yeah. And so uh, I'm trying to perfect the functionality of that. And then uh, I think once I bring that to market, people will be pretty interested in that one because uh, it's pretty, something pretty new. Yeah. I'm excited, man. I'm super excited for you. I think this will be something that a lot of people tune into that you're just getting started and you can like literally follow the journey, which you can't do for a lot of my guests. So that's why I was super excited to have you on. So I am now trying to ask this question as much as possible because a lot of people gave some interesting answers and I'm going to ask you, where are you playing it safe right now? I think with me right now, I'm playing it safe um, with my capital a little bit. Mm. So I haven't been investing a lot in digital marketing, which yeah. I know is important. But um, I am in this position where I spent a lot on my uh, initial inventory. And um, now I kind of got it all. I kind of got my money tied up in there. And so, right. you know, sales have been good, but... Um, that's another hurdle that you, that you know people will often have when starting a brand is uh, you, the sales don't always ex meet your expectations, right. and so not to say that it hasn't been good. I actually um, pleasantly surprised by the success of the early stages of the brand, but um, definitely I've been playing it safe right now because I don't want to make the same mistake that I made before. So when I make new stuff. Um, I struggle a little bit with how much inventory I want to bring on, yeah, and uh, to to really understand how how many units I can sell, and like what the real demand is for it. Do you think that's something that you'll learn over time? In like constantly uh, coming out with new collections and everything like that, just like where to spend a lot more money and where to like kind of keep it safe in a sense. Yeah. Definitely, this is all, you know, it's all a learning experience and I'm yeah. definitely going to, I personally am going to grow as the brand grows and so I, I definitely think that's something that I'm going to get a hang of and I'm going to be able to figure out better as time goes on and, you know, with, with, with building a brand, with building, with any startup company, it's all about persistence and perseverance. You know, you got you to gotta let it play its course. Nobody is uh, overnight success as much as people think that that's how it works. It's, it's not like that at all. And so um, I, I think if you just stay persistent, stay hungry, um, the demand will build. And once the demand builds, you get a better understanding of what, what you can offer, how many units you can offer. Uh, yeah. So I think it's at the end of the day about uh, the demand that you build for it. Mateen, what makes you strange on purpose? I think what makes me strange on purpose is that I dance to the beat of my own drum. So mm. I don't necessarily go uh, in the same direction that everybody else is going. Uh, there's a huge craze in the digital space right now. And um, it's something that I've been thinking about a lot. And it's not necessarily to say that just because everybody else is doing it, I won't do it. Right. Like I'm, I'm, I may deem that to be the right direction that I want to take. But ultimately, I will do that be under my own merit. I will do that under it because it's my decision because I chose to do that. I won't mm. just go right because everybody else is going right. 
I may choose to go left because I feel as though it's better for me, but um, I may choose to go right along with everybody else because I also seem I also think that that's better for me. So um, yeah, I don't. I guess peer pressure could be something or you know along those lines, but I don't really uh, cave into that. So man, where can people like find your work? Where can people find you? Follow your journey and and support the brand. Yeah, so you can follow me at Mateen Zar, M-A-T-E-E-N-Z-A-R on Instagram. And uh, the brand's page is Social Studies Brand. There you will be able to find all the updates and all the latest on some products that we're releasing. I'm pretty excited to introduce some apparel into the mix. That's cool. Uh, That's dope. Yeah, kind of emulating some of the design aesthetics of the um, footwear into the apparel. Yeah. And just kind of broaden the spectrum of product that we offer. And um, yeah, you can also sign up to our newsletter on our website. And uh, you'll also get some updates pushed to you that way. Well, Mateen, I thank you for jumping on the Strange on Purpose podcast. And I look forward to doing this again in a year, seeing where you are. My pleasure. Yeah, I'm very excited for that. Honesty hour. I did not know what I was doing in regards to launching this podcast, and I wouldn't have been able to do it without Anchor. Anchor makes starting a podcast super, super easy and allows you to not only use their platform to distribute the podcast, but you can even go on your phone or computer and record and edit the podcast right on their platform. Best of all, it's totally, totally free. So if you're interested in starting a podcast, download the Anchor app or go to Anchor dot fm to get started today thank you for listening to the strange on purpose podcast as always if you enjoyed this episode or any of the episodes before please like review follow the podcast on instagram drop a review on apple or spotify or wherever you check us out helps the podcast grow immensely so i appreciate you i could not do this without you 